Yo. Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show. Autumn is a best-selling author, popular speaker, and wife who is obsessed with her husband and four crazy kids. She is also the CEO of the Autumn Miles Ministry, as well as a lipstick and lash enthusiast. Autumn's vision is to speak to the culture with bold truth and challenge you to act in raw faith. Here's Autumn Miles. Hey guys, this is Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. How are you guys doing out there today? Um, Happy spring to everybody. Um, I just, I have such a word for you guys today that I feel like uh, could be um, what you need, what you need. Um, I felt very inspired by this word today. We're going to talk about it in a second after a couple PSAs. Is the loudest voice in your life the most important one? Is the loudest voice in your life the most important one? Um, I want to thank you guys. We'll talk about that in a second. I want to thank you guys just for joining in. Uh, It's kind of amazing how many of you guys uh, we hear from. And just I get to meet, met someone the other day, uh, uh, which was, you know, listens to the show all the time and stuff like that. And I'm so thankful for you. I remember praying when nobody cared. Oh God, give me one person to listen. I mean, I really, really, truly did pray that. Oh God, I just want to talk about how good you are. Give me one person that would listen um, to me. Just tell them of your goodness and you know, that, now there's like a little, there's like a bushel of you out there. It's so amazing. Um, So thank you guys for listening along. If you would like to catch a little bit more, which I mean, a daily show, that's a lot. But um, you can also, of course, connect with us on social media. We have so many amazing things that we are just blessed to post on a regular basis. Um, A lot of people don't know that the Autumn Miles Ministries does more than just radio. If you cannot catch the show, if you missed a show, you know, they're, 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 we, we, do re-air shows, but um, you never know when that's going to happen. We do also podcast them, okay? Head, if you missed a show and you're like, man, if this Holy Spirit, sometimes God will say, I want you to listen to so-and-so and and I'll pick it up and I'll listen to the podcast of the message or whatever it was um, that Sunday because I, of course, attend my own church. Um, It is amazing how God uses these podcasts podcasts. Okay. So if you've missed a show, you, maybe you've seen it, maybe you couldn't get on at three 30, go over to our podcast on iTunes. We are there. We are, we are representing over there. Um, and you can catch up. There's a lot, a lot of shows that we put on there. We typically put Cassie, what is it? We put every guest on for the most part. And on Fridays, and then we do one of my teach one of my new teach one teachings every week. Is that right? Am I saying this right? Okay, yeah. Um, so you could go over Autumn Miles iTunes if you like it. Write a review. We would love. People don't understand how important these reviews are. Go write me a review if you like it. Like, don't give me a one star. We'll be we'll cry about. No, we won't. But just don't do that. That that's not nice. If you're gonna write a good review, how about that? Go ahead and write a good review. But we do a 
of course, we podcast. We also do society groups, which are small groups that were birthed in my heart, uh, you know, several, several years ago that happen all over the country every single month. That is another aspect of our ministry. I have two books that I have released, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now, and I Am Rahab, which we released in um, August of 2018. Um, And hello, this July, I am releasing my third book, baby, called Gangster Prayer, um, which I I abs I'm I think I'm I'm maybe more excited about this one than the previous two just because it's it's about prayer and I'm so passionate about that. We do that. I also speak all over. If you want to have me come speak, you just email hello at autumnmiles.com and we will um we'll set things up if possible. Um, we also do missions work. We do, oh my goodness, so many different things at the Autumn Miles Ministry. So I want just to give you an idea of, of sort of what you're listening to. We also are about bold truth, bold truth. Um, truth is what saved me from my first abusive marriage, the truth of God's word. Um, and it has sustained me ever since bold truth. And we are about raw faith here on the autumn mile show. Um, I'm going to challenge you because faith is the Bible says without faith, it is impossible, impossible to please God. You cannot please him without faith. You cannot do it. So we are so huge on raw faith, not packaged faith, not fake faith, not, Hey guys, I'm going to step out in faith, but really you're controlling all of the steps, raw faith. God, I don't know what you're going to do. If you do not come, I don't know what I'm going to do. If you do not come through stepping out into the arena of faith, which is also the arena of miracles. We are about those two things. I want to go ahead and transition to our show today. Um, I was very inspired by this thought a couple of weeks ago. I have with four children, we have four children. We have a Dallas-based staff. Um, Of course, I'm married. Um, we, we, We have just a beautiful home and we're so thankful for it. But when everyone's in it, it doesn't really feel very homey, okay? So when my kids get home from school, um, I cannot hear myself think. It doesn't matter if they're on the other end of the house. I, we, I'm we i just inundated with people all the time. I love my family, and I love my team. And um, But, you know, sometimes a sister, she just needs a break. She just needs some time by herself without pouring out. Um, you know, Jesus even sent the crowds away or he, 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 he went up to the mountain to pray. And, um, I think we need to do more of that in our world today. But last week I was, um, I, I, I went away (laughs) from my house and there is a special place in Dallas, um, that is just, no one's really found yet. It's like, I found it one day. I feel like the Lord was like, go here. Cause nobody's here and you need to just be with nobody but me. Um, so I pulled, I pulled down the street at literally, I pulled down the street and I was like, okay, parked my car literally in the middle of the road. 
and um, was just blown away by by what I call my little sanctuary. Okay, um, I go there very very often. Just and I literally sit in the road of this place because no one comes down this road ever. I saw one biker last week, and I was like, "What's he doing on my road?" Um, but I I I have fallen in love with the serenity and just um, just the this the silence with me and the Lord in this one particular place. And um, there just so happens to be a a white picket fence um, where I go. And there also, it appears to be, I actually don't know what it is, um, but there is a pasture, sort of a pasture. And I was there last week and I was very overcome and just overwhelmed with, you know, the things in my life. And um, was sitting in my car saying, God, you, you've got to speak to me. You've got to meet me here. Here I am. Here I am. Meet, w- meet with me here. And I looked to my um, left-hand side, and um, it was just such a beautiful day. You know how Dallas is um, in the spring with the blue bonnets, and I mean, it's, it's just such an incredible day. I love, I love my city. I definitely love my city. Um, but I looked to my left, and there's this pasture grass. That is just um, sort of, you know, blowing in the wind, not a care in the world, you know, not a um, they're not anxious. They're not fearful of the future. Um, Creation. Trust God. Um, And it was just such a beautiful moment when I sort of looked to my left and, you know, guess what? The 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 grass, the grass grew after the winter. The trees budded after the winter. The blue bonnets came up again, guys. And it just reminded me of the faithfulness of God. We don't ever question, hey, is it going to turn from winter to spring? It just does. We don't ever question that. And yet in our lives, we tend to question um, stupid stuff, like dumb stuff, like um, uh, just things that we shouldn't hear if, if. The seasons didn't change. There would be catastrophic events that happen all over the earth. The seasons have to change in order to maintain life. And we don't ever question that. I don't ever for one day. I have never questioned. I wonder if the sun is going to come up tomorrow. I never question that. It just does. These if the sun did not come up tomorrow, if if the season did not change to spring and life was not um, sort of put back into the earth, only to change to summer, only to change to fall to winter, and um, our, our sort of uh, ecosystem um, didn't stay intact, I, I would never worry about that because it just does. And that was such a testimony to me last week of the stupid stuff that I worry about on a daily basis is so small compared to the stuff that I do not worry about that if God wasn't faithful in those things, um, there would be catastrophic events across the earth. And I looked to my left and the Lord told me this. It's just one verse. As I'm looking at a pastor, he says, he, Psalm 23, 2 makes me lie down in green pastures. And I I, I don't know, you guys, I don't know if this whole comfort 
of my soul would would have um, overwhelmed me if I wasn't sitting, listening, leaned in. If I wasn't sitting, listening, and leaned in to God, what do you want to say to me? You know, I I um I often think um we have so many voices in this world today. So many. I mean, oh my goodness. I have four tiny little voices that are so precious to me that every single day their voice is so important, but it is really loud (laughs) in my life. I have my husband's voice in my life. I have my parents' voice in my life. I have my team's voice in my life. I have social media in my life. I have y'all in my life, all of these voices. And sometimes some are stronger than others and some almost seem to um, demand a response and demand my attention. And a lot of times those voices that seem to be the strongest and seem to be the loudest are the ones that I need to give the least amount of strength. Because sometimes those voices that are the loudest that are saying, you need to do this, you need to operate this way, you need to change the ministry this way, you need, you need to do X, Y, Z, those voices aren't leading me straight to exactly what God wants me to do um, with the ministry. They're just leading me based on their own opinion. Sometimes these loud, super loud voices in our lives, we give the most strength. And what we need to do is in those, those times where we... Um, people seem to be screaming at us and we, we seem to have all of these loud voices. What we need to do is we need to stop the loudness and the allowance of them in our life. And they do not need to be given the strongest amount of attention. Is the voice in your life that is speaking the loudest, the most important one? I want to challenge that because when I was sitting there last week and I was sitting by this beautiful pasture and God just seemed to be downloading to my spirit. You're so worried about so many things, but look at what I'm doing that you didn't worry about. I am so faithful, Autumn. I'm going to take care of whatever it is that burdens your heart. Here I am sitting there. And if I wasn't leaned into the still small voice that I should have given the most amount of strength in my life, I don't know if I would have heard it. Sometimes the weakest voice needs to be given the strongest amount of attention in your life. You know, God doesn't come yelling at us, screaming at us. Sometimes I feel like um, um, you you have to sit, you have to wait, you have to lean in, you have to listen. He's not going to compete with your Instagram account. He's so much greater than that, y'all. He's not going to compete um, with the loud voice that, 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 that you pick up the phone and call every time you have a problem. He's not going to compete. He wants to be sought after. And when he is, he will speak, but it's not going to come Um like something grandiose uh, that we sort of expect it to come to come as. Remember, Jesus came as a baby that was born in a manger. He didn't come with robes. He didn't come with crowns. And I think in our culture today, we are giving these loud voices 
strength in our souls when actually we need to be listening for the still small voice and we need to be giving that voice the most amount of strength in our lives so it can direct, it can lead, and it can guide us. I um I want to read this passage of scripture because it's it 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 totally supports exactly what I'm saying. Here we have the great prophet Elijah. Um, my son's middle name is Elijah. He's one of those dudes in the Bible that I mean he's like he is like the boss. Do you know what I'm saying? He just he just called down fire from heaven. It was amazing um, what Elijah accomplished in his life. He actually never died. He just went up to heaven, which how cool is that? Um, But here he is. He had just rained down a fire from heaven, killed all of the prophets of Baal and Asherah. And we see him going um, and and sort of taking a season of rest. And uh, 1 Kings 19.9, it says this. Then Elijah came to a cave and lodged there. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, and he said, What are you doing here, Elijah? He said, I have been very zealous for the Lord, the God of hosts, for the sons of Israel have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. And I alone am left, and they seek my life to take it away. Even Elijah felt alone. I think that's so interesting. Um, even the, even the great prophet who I respect, we all do, um, like no other had a season of loneliness. He felt like he was isolated. He felt like there was no one around. It was just him and God. Um, so, uh, sometimes when you feel isolated, it's not actually the truth, but the feeling is very real. And even the great prophet Elijah sensed that. So God said, go forth and stand on the mountain before the Lord and behold, the Lord was passing by. The Lord was passing by and a great strong wind was rending the mountains and breaking in pieces the rocks before the Lord. I I guess I kind of want to pause for a minute because creation responded when the Lord was passing by. I can't get this out of my head. Creation, um, is so in tuned with their creator that it immediately responds when they feel the presence of the Lord. And it says it right here. A great strong wind was rending the mountains and was breaking in pieces rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, the wind was a result of the Lord passing by, but the Lord was not in the wind. It was reacting to the presence of the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. And come to think of it last week, it was really, really windy. You guys remember that day in Dallas last week that it was like, it was like typhoon and my hair was everywhere and I was trying to like, you know, anyway, um, it was very interesting. That thought just hit my head, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, the earth was responding to the Lord passing by. So here the earth is responding because it knows the Lord is passing by. There was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. The earthquake was a result of the Lord passing by, but the Lord was not there. That is how powerful our God is. The earth responds. It knows the Lord. It leans in to the um, provisions of the Lord. It leans into to the faithfulness of God. So it responds when the Lord passes by. And after the earthquake, a fire 
which was a response to the Lord passing by. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a gentle blowing. And when Elijah heard it, it's also interesting that Elijah did not, he didn't respond or was not shaken by the rocks breaking around him, (laughs) the earthquaking, and then a fire. When there was a sound of a gentle blowing, when Elijah heard it, he wrapped his, he didn't move until he heard the gentle blowing. He didn't move. He wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. And behold, a voice came to him and said, what are you doing here, Elijah? That in itself, I feel like could totally um, preach. Elijah wasn't moved by the earthquake, the loud voice, the fire, the rocks breaking in front of him. Why? Because he didn't give those loud voices, noises in his case, um, the, the destruction that seemed to be imminent for him. He didn't give those loud voices strength. The voice, he he silenced them because he knew that they were just a reaction to the Lord actually coming by. When the gentle blowing occurred, that's when he knew that was the voice. The Lord was there and he needed to give that voice strength in his life and he needed to listen in. And that's when he wrapped himself and he went out to meet the Lord. And the Lord started talking to him. I just wonder today, I hope, uh, I hope I'm making sense here on the show. But I think sometimes we give these loud voices too much credit. We give them our ear too much. We lean into what they say too much. We listen too much. All of them normally um, well-meaning well-meaning advice, well-meaning suggestions. But rather than giving the loud voices strength, we need to lean in just like Elijah did to that gentle blowing. And we need to listen up closely because it was when Elijah leaned into that gentle blowing and the Lord said, what are you doing here, Elijah? And they started having a conversation. The Lord was able to calm his heart and give him direction for his next miracle. Elijah needed the comfort of the still small voice um, in his life. The same way I needed the comfort of that passage when the Lord spoke to me and said, listen, I'm, I want to lead you beside these still water. I want to make you lie down in green pastures, but you're not letting me. You're not letting me do it. And I realized in that moment that, um, yes, there's a lot of voices that, that are strong in my life, but sometimes the greatest hindrance, the loudest voice, the most annoying voice that I hear is my own voice in my head telling me things like, you can't do this. You're not good enough. You're not going to succeed in this area. Why are you even attempting this? You're going to look stupid or whatever it is that I am telling myself. And sometimes our greatest enemy might not come from an outside voice like 
social media. So I got so many social media tro- trolls. Oh, my goodness. They all need to meet and have an I Hey Autumn party. But I, but I have so many voices in my life telling me um, one thing or another, but they pale in comparison to the dialogue that I let happen in my own head every single day. And it was very clear when I was sitting there um, last week and God said, listen, I'll have you lie down in, in these green pastures if you'll even silence your own voice and lean into what I want to tell you. Sometimes we have to make a decision not to listen to anything, including ourselves, that contradicts that still small voice of the Spirit of God in our life or the Word of God in our life. I hope this encourages you guys today. I feel I feel like somebody needs to hear it. I don't know if I articulated it well, um, but I, I, I want you to actively start silencing voices that are contrary to the Word of God and the Spirit of God in your life. And that's so hard to do in our society, but it is not impossible. Get away. Do what I do. You know, I, I, I hate that I have to leave my own house for, for me sometimes. <laughs> but that's just the reality of the life stage that I'm in. I have to literally get in my car. I do a lot. I do a ton of meetings in my car to have um, actually most of my meetings I have in my car um, just because I've chosen not to get an office outside of my home. But let me tell you, leaving finding a little sanctuary somewhere that is just you and the Lord where you can lean in and you can listen. You can say, God, I am here. I am silencing myself and I am listening will be one of the greatest things that you do for yourself, for your marriage, for your family, for your ministry, for whatever it is. Don't let the strongest voice, loudest voice in your life, have the strongest say. Listen to that still small voice. Lean into it. And God, I'll do amazing things for you. I love you guys so much. Um, I will catch you tomorrow right back here on the Autumn Mile Show. The Autumn Mile Show is listener supported and your donation to keep her on the air is much appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And if you make a donation of $100 or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of her book of the month. This program is underwritten by Mary Maids of Fort Worth. Your future starts now. Thanks for listening. And join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on the Word 100.7 FM.